Good morning and welcome to Wanda's Picks, a black arts and cultural program of the African Sisters Media Network. And that was Zion Trinity singing opening prayer to the African deity, Eshu Legba. A deity that lets us know that we always have choices. We are never victims. And so we should definitely pause, take a breath, and, you know, sort of, uh, sort of ground ourselves in... Um, in in our intentions and and realize that we always have agency and we just not allow ourselves to be pushed around um and and knocked off balance that all the answers are within reach. So we are really excited this morning to have a really, really great show planned. Um we're supposed to be having um Ross Nash on the air, um uh one of the master teachers from people's um uh, people's, let me see, <laughs> uh, people's Conservatory, uh, which is um, uh, hosting uh, Cola, an Afro diasporic remix of the Nutcracker uh, at Castlemont High School, and it just kicked off yesterday evening. And I'm sure she's going to be able to tell us, gosh, how opening night went. And it's two weekends um, this weekend and next weekend, um, the weekend of the 13th. 12th, 13th, 14th, maybe 15th, and then next weekend. Um, and so, um, so really, really excited to talk to her about about this new um, new iteration and new visioning of this holiday classic. And um, and then we're going to be joined by um, two uh, members of the cast for the African American Shakespeare Company's. Season favorite Cinderella, Cinderella as you have never imagined it, and uh, so we are going to be speaking to um, uh, we're going to be speaking to Funmi Lola, um, who is Cinderella this year, and to Jan Hunter, um, who is um, who is Jan going to be? Um, <laughs> Uh, I am not sure. <laughs> uh, just right off the top of my uh, uh, head. Um, but um, they will be able to tell us. Oh no, Jan. Jan is going to be grandmother, so it's going to be really awesome. And then um, uh, Picasso is going to be joined by his dad, Geronimo, and his brother, Justice, talking about the closing um, 
reception this weekend at his gallery on Sunday, uh, this wonderful, wonderful exhibition of his dad's, um, looking at um, uh, post-traumatic uh, stress syndrome. Uh, his father's a veteran, and and the and the healing properties of art. And also, you know, art as uh, a vehicle for revolution. And, you know, that's who we talk to here on this show. We talk talk to artists who are revolutionary, doing some really change-making work uh, uh, visually, um, you know, um, in their performances, in their writing, in their singing, in their music-making. So, you know, art is such a powerful, powerful vehicle for change. So while... Um, I see what's going on and where our guest is. I am going to, I was looking to see what I was going to play. I think I will um, play a little, um, little uh, Wadada Leo Smith. Um, it's got Don't You Remember. It's always really good to remember. Uh, remember who we are. Remember who are, who we, where we come from. Sometimes, you know, memory is one of the things that sort of recedes, you know, particularly in the face of we're talking about trauma or some kind of um, unexpected traumatic event. So, but it's always good, you know, when we can remember and and others can help us remember, particularly remembering who we are. So, um, so anyway, I'm going to play. Um, I'm going to play maybe a little bit. I like Seeds of a Forgotten Flower, and then we'll ease into Don't You Remember. So they're both by Wadada Leo Smith. Flower. 
Yes, Ross Nash, but she is not in the studio. So I am going to um, play a little bit of an interview we had with Adia Tamar Whitaker. Um, you know, her bluesico um, debuted here in the Bay at ODC a couple of months ago, October, and it was simply phenomenal. Yeah, something about this art form, this art form. Yeah, that speaks to us, you know. That's where the stories are, right? Um, you know, our bones might not um, be as articulate. However, um, when we when these bones start shaking and um, and and dancing and moving in ways that really touch our spirit, then that's where the stories are. That's where the truth is. And Wow, Adia Tamar Whitaker's Busico at ODC was simply phenomenal. And so we're going to play a little bit of that. And uh, it's like a little teaser, like, you know, what I've been doing with Ben Vereen. <laughs> this one here isn't as far back, um, but you can find it uh, in the archives if you're interested. If you can't find it, let me know, and I'll send you a link. Oh, there's our guest. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Is this Roz? Good morning, Wanda. Oh, my apologies, oh. dear. I, I have children, so it's a little it's a little hectic this morning. Some things went the other way. <laughs> oh, I'm so well, sorry. I'm so happy that you you're here now because I'm so excited about you know the People's Conservatory uh, and um, and no conservat the conservatory conservancy. Uh, conservatory, yeah. For conservatory, right? Yeah, and right. and you just opened with Cola last night, so I just want to like we before did. we even talk about you know like so how was it? How is it? <laughs> oh boy, it's um it's quite an adventure. <laughs> um, Cola is um as we call it an Afro diasporic remix of the Nutcracker, and um, mm-hmm. we've been kind of re we reimagined the narrative um, through the eyes of a young black girl from East Oakland and wanted to tell the story of some of our, of our young kids and uh, you know, some of the histories that they have and, um, and their and talk deeply about their ancestry and their indigeneity across mm-hmm. this planet. 
and and to realize the idea is to realize that through music, through dance, you know, through culture, and um, and so that's that's what Cola is. Um, so we we travel the globe. We travel along the transatlantic slave trade route to reclaim and retrace our roots um, through this narrative that we wrote. So it last yeah. night was uh, opening night. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. actually right. soft opening. Um, our, I think mm-hmm. our, our real opening is Saturday, but last night was a soft opening, kind of a preview um, workshop, like open workshop. We had um, a talk back afterwards, and you know we just wanted to have the community involvement and interactive sort of com- component for uh, yesterday, and we'll do it again today. So um, so that so that was really really great, and the the students just whew, they rose to the occasion. They were incredible. How how many how many members um, how many young people are in the cast? Oh, I'd say about total involvement from students is a little over two hundred. Um, the number of kids that are actually on the stage dancing is a little under a hundred. Mhm. That's a lot of children. Wow. Yes, yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> wow! A wow! Lot. Yeah. <laughs> And um and you're a founder and executive director, right, of the People's Conservatory? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was um I don't know, I found this really nice bio on you. Um, your position, a vocalist, okay. composer, choreography, a theater director, yeah. and you are a teaching artist in um you were a teaching art artist in New York. Uh, I guess that's yeah. the era code, right? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Right, and the San Francisco Bay Area public and private schools for over 25 years. Um, and uh, you're the creator and executive director, as I already mentioned, of the People's Conservatory, a Bay Area arts movement that supports and develops emerging young artists and culture keepers. And you've also served as the founding director of performing and visual arts at Roses in Concrete Community School. Um, right. And, and what year is that for you? Um, what, how old is um Roses in Concrete Community School. I just love that uh, that name. Roses. And when I first heard of it, I looked it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Right. That's right. Um, uh, Roses entered its for, uh, fifth year this this year. Oh, wow. um, and I was a founding member, uh, administrative member, and and was there for the first four years. And then this year, I mm. decided to kind of move off into another direction and, and take the People's Conservatory to out to other schools and, you know, to scale it out a bit. I really want to try to reach more than one school. You know, I really believe that arts um, and, and the arts integration components that that we had there is really important to have in other schools. So I wanted to try to replicate that in in a lot of different ways, you know, customize it to, a, you know, whatever school's needs, you know. And so um, so we're in 10 schools now. And um Oh and, uh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is is Castlemont one of the schools you're in? It, it's actually not. No. We just um oh. I have a relationship with Castlemont because we did one of our our shows from Roses in Concrete. Um, I did one of um our shows The Wiz, um, about three years ago. Um mm. and uh that's and we, we we just I don't know, we kinda connected and so I knew from then on. I knew from then on that um, I wanted to work with them again. Sorry for some mm-hmm. sound, really quick here. Um, my twin needed me to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sorry. 
So, uh, so yeah, so Castlemont is a school we've been wanting to serve, actually, and I'm hoping to find a way to get some programming into the school because they actually have some nice facilities. They just, um, it's tough funding-wise um, for schools to be able to afford any kind of arts engagement. Um, so I try to find, I try to help principals and administrators find creative ways to raise money so that we can bring arts back to schools. Mm, nice, nice, yeah. Can you tell us the schools you're in? Oh, absolutely. Um, we uh, we were in Roses and Concrete for a while, and now we are uh, at Pear Tree Community School, West Oakland Middle School, Envision Middle Grades Academy, um, Latitude High School, Hedroy School. Uh, we are at uh, Wood uh, Middle School. We are at Edendale Middle School. Um, we are at Anna Yates uh, Elementary School and Middle School. Uh, we are at, uh, what am I missing? I think there might be one or two others, but uh, we're, <laughs> we're branching out constantly. We're about to start a program at uh, Bayside MLK School in Marin City, uh, where uh, Tupac, Tupac and his sister used to go to school. And uh, mm, his sister nice. is... Um, <laughs> Yeah, and his sister is a big um, supporter of us, the Tupac Amaru Shakur Foundation. They are supporters oh. of us, and um, they uh, will help us, hopefully, to be able to bring this program uh, to that school in Marin. Oh, super. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're also a co-founder and board, per- board chairperson uh, of Art and Abolition, a Kenyan-based yeah. organization that gives educational and life support to young girls that have been sexually abused and exploited due to poverty. So I was wondering if you could just mm-hmm. maybe, because um, we're going to have to have you on again um, when you have more time, <laughs> but just if you could sort of like, you know, talk about, you know, philosophically, you know, um, your work and, and, and give the website and also let people know how they can get tickets. And I know, you know, do you go, is it through Sunday at the 15th or is it just um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I know it's next week as well. Give us the dates, the run. No problem. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, the uh, cola is December twelfth to the fifteenth this weekend, and then the nineteenth to the twenty-second next weekend. So we have an eight-show run, okay. uh, and you can get tickets at www.thepeoplesconservatory.org. Um, right on the front page, you'll see there's a way to just grab tickets right there. Um, and um, the um, Art and Abolition uh, Movement is uh, is the organization uh, the, the, that I've uh, helped to co-found, gosh, it must be about eight years now. And, uh, and we started with uh, 11 young girls um, from the, um, from the, uh, from various, various areas in, um, in Kenya and Nairobi. Um, and uh, my partner, she, had done some, she actually started as a missionary and um, she'd done some work mm-hmm. in some orphanages and, and just started working with, with some of the youth and started to, and uh, just kind of caught wind of um, the, the, the sex trafficking and, and some of the um, uh, sexual abuse of young girls that was happening. And she decided to pivot and, and try to help those, help as many young girls as she could. So she kind of started her own home. Uh, and uh, and then from there was able to reach out to a few more young girls. And so we started with about 11, um, some of them as young as six years old, um, uh, up to about 14 years old, young girls who had been abused and had to 
sell their sell their bodies for basic needs um, to try to provide for their families. Um, and um, so it seems like the overarching uh, um, thing that she found from them is that they all wanted to just go to school. Like when she would ask them, what's your dream? And they say, I just want to go to school. And so she said, well, we've got to find a way to get these girls in school. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, uh, so I was in New York at the time while she was in Kenya, and I was kind of uh, amassing a board of women to help um, – to help basically fund the work that she was doing. So that was my role, was to just raise money so that we could uh, provide the needs for these young girls to be able to just have, you know, have life and, and spirit and love. <laughs> and then from there, move into these other areas of need, like education and mental health support. And, um, you know, we did everything through dance and music again. So it was very much arts-based because we believe that's a really healing modality. Um, and a lot of our girls, I'm happy to say, are like graduating from high school this year, and it's like, oh, it's like a huge deal. It's a huge deal. So I'm really, I'm really proud of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And 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 tell us a little bit about um, you know, the uh, the People's Conservatory, and and I was just reading just all of the different links and and your board, and wow, mm-hmm. it's you have some really, really good people, you know, um, as a part of your team, and and it's oh, like, oh my goodness, yeah, yeah, um, it's just, it's um, it's impressive, <laughs> and you are impressive. Oh, you. You've done so much, and and you're a mother oh, too. Wow, like, yeah, that is like, wow, <laughs> a working mom, that's nice. Oh, you know it, you know. Oh my. Uh, yeah, no, my team is amazing. I, the, for me, this is um, this is a community effort. You know, right now I'm a I'm a I'm a super volunteer. You know, I work mm-hmm. for this org for you know 14 hours a day sometimes, um, and uh, and it means a lot to me. Um, this 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 work, and I but I wouldn't be able to do it if I didn't have an incredible team of people. Um, you know, I, my board is amazing. Um, they're 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 you know just uh, pillars of the community here in different ways. Most of them artists and activists themselves in, in some form or fashion. And uh, and our parents as well um, are very rooted in Oakland and very rooted in their um, identity. And uh, and for me, this organization is very much about about um, helping to establish identity and, and to learn about self through um, the study of your of your of your ancestry and of your personal mm-hmm. indigeneity. And so a lot of our classes are, are, are taught through that lens and, and the content is based in that. So it's about really, I mean, cultural relevancy is really key to us. Um, uh, and so um, my team of artists and teaching artists, we call them master teachers, you know, are mm-hmm. also mostly people of color, people who are very established artists and professionals, but are also teachers. And um, and uh, it's because we really feel it's important that young people see people in the front of the room that look like them, um, you know, mm-hmm. see people, lead, people in leadership, people who are guiding them that look like them so that they can see that, that it's possible to get there. You know, it's possible for me to be like you because you look mm-hmm. like me. You come from what I come from. You understand the language that I speak. And uh, we, we underestimate the importance of that. Uh, Um, so that's where we're really rooted, and um, and my team is everything. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Well, this again, we're going to have to definitely um, have you on again. Um, so in our our closing Love minute, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, yeah, you know, plug cola and you know. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Well, Coca-Cola, it's happening, y'all. It's, we have seven more shows. Tonight is another show at 7 o'clock at Castlemont High School. Um, you can get your tickets at the door. You can get them online. Uh, we'll be there again Saturday. Sundays are matinees at 2 p.m. Um, and uh, this is a show that's uh, starring over just under 100 young people and some really amazing names like Jennifer Johns. Uh, Martin Luther McCoy will be singing next weekend. We have Dame Drummer who's singing with Kev Choice who created the entire uh, uh, scoring and a lot of the music. Um, we have the oh, OSA, wow. the Oakland School. Yeah, the Oakland School of the Arts. They are were the choir on some of these tracks, so you hear their beautiful voices. Mm-hmm. Um, so we involved a lot of a lot of really amazing people, and um, we're we're super excited to um, to grow this and to um, involve as much of the East Bay community as we can and keep it moving. Mm, yeah. So can we can we maybe um, you know um, I don't know exactly what part of, of next Wednesday, but can we get you to come on and do a, a retake the next Wednesday? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yes, right, cool. absolutely. I will send, okay, great. Maybe maybe same time. <laughs> if, yeah. Or another yeah, time. I if this try. time doesn't work I will um, try. as, you know, yeah. your, your mother duties. <laughs> yes, I, I, yeah, I think that completely spaced on all the things I have to do at eight with my children. <laughs> hmm <laughs> yeah, right. Wow, it's been really great speaking to you, Roz, and congratulations on on Cola and Afro Diasporic Remix of the Nutcracker, and I'm so excited and looking forward to seeing it. Maybe I can come tomorrow. Oh, that'd be great. Okay, please, cool. Please then I'll be speaking from like, oh, I was in the house, I saw it. You know, when we talk next <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> that, 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 that would be nice. That would be perfect, yes. Okay. Let me know. Let me know if you're coming through. All right. Yeah, I certainly will. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Wanda. Have a great day. Uh, You too. Congratulations. Peace and blessings. Thank you. Bye-bye. Peace and blessings. (laughs) Good morning. Um, Speaking to uh, me, Lola. Good morning. Cinderella and... Uh-huh, and Jan, who I spoke to a little earlier, um, grandmother. Yes. <laughs> good wow, morning, Wanda. Wow. Good morning, good morning. Wow, I'm so excited to talk to you about um, the uh, African-American Shakespeare production of Cinderella. And, yeah, it um, is. Yeah, yeah, and and both of you all are veterans, you know, with with the organization and and other um, in other roles, um, you know, working quite a bit. Uh, yeah, so maybe I'll yes. maybe I'll read your bios and and then we can talk about about this this production. Um, is it is it next week okay. that um, that Cinderella goes up? Yes, we open yes. on Friday, December the twentieth and run mm-hmm. through the 22nd. There's two shows on, the opening night is Friday night, the 20th, and there are two shows on Saturday, one at 11 and one at 3, and then on Sunday there's a 1 o'clock uh, performance. And something special this year, there's going to be a tea in between the two matinees on Saturday. 
um, mm. a tea for the young people to enjoy, and the cast will come out and speak with the kids and sign autographs and take pictures, and there will also be activities for the kids um, during the tea. Mm. So Saturday is going to be a big day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Something special. Totally. Yeah, oh, that should be nice. That should be very nice. So since um, you're speaking now, Jan, I'll just introduce you first. Uh, Jan Hunter is excited to return to African American Shakespeare Company for her second Cinderella, having previously appeared as uh, the Lady in Brown in the Intazaki Shanghais for Colored Girls and as Miss Ruth, uh, the neighbor and nurse in A Streetcar Named Desire in the past two seasons, and previously as yeah. Jocasta in Oedipus and Lady uh, Tezo, or Tesley in School for Scandal. Tezo, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Ms. Higgins mm-hmm. uh, in Pygmalion. Um, she has also performed with Lorraine Hansberry Theater in, the, in their heyday and now sits on the board of directors. So um, uh, the, um, what is it, um, the concert, um, i trying to think, um, the name of the show that's that went up um, at a Lorraine Hansberry Theater. I'm drawing a blank on the name of it. Um, what's the name of the show right now that's at Lorraine Hansberry oh, Theater? The show that's opening now is called Soulful Christmas. It's a musical Soulful Christmas. gospel music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's always really a, a wonderful yeah, treat. Yeah, it's going to be a mm-hmm. Oh, it's a big, fun show. It's being directed by Sean J. West and... Um, yeah, it's quite. It's going to be exciting. Hope people can come out and see it. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And I'm having. Um, I think the musical director. She's on my. She's going to be um, joining us, uh, closing out um, the morning at 9:30. So that should be pretty cool. So the book ending it, you know, with <laughs> the a member mm-hmm. of the board and then you know someone in the company uh, production. Um, and you uh, will be directing. Wow, intimate apparel for uh, Lorraine Hansberry Theater. Next year, That's you were born and raised in Los That's Angeles, and uh, yeah. and you're one of the original Soul Train dancers. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You received your BA in drama and MA in education and MA in teacher of the arts. Um, a newly retired theater educator, you were the director of Performing Arts Academy at Skyline High School for 24 years. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Wow! Yeah. Wow! They have a great program. Oh, and you and you are one of the reasons why it's so great, right? Oh my goodness! Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm very proud wow. of the work that we did there. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you were directing and producing four shows a year, escorting students to New York City every year for three years of intensive. Wow! Wow! Yeah, because I I visited Awele, um, um. We we did something together, um, doing um students were in her, her um her her theater class were writing letters uh to in to um women who are incarcerated who were incarcerated at the same age that they were at that time. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. and so yeah, so we were going back and forth with these letters and we were supposed we were supposed to um uh take the letters and make scenes and monologues but that part didn't happen. Wow, but I you might have been there then. When did you retire? Um, I retired actually in 2012 and then uh, continued as a consultant directing the shows and being the department chair until 2016. The last show we did there was High School Musical. And Mm -hmm. 
I decided that it was time <laughs> to just mm. to just kind of back up and um yeah, working with the Waylay was was wonderful. Um she's quite a, a an amazing actress herself. And she mm-hmm. worked yeah. with um African American Shakespeare as well. Oh yeah, yeah, Awayle is is famous. <laughs> she worked with a whole lot of lot of great great companies here in the Bay. Um, yeah, and it's really amazing. I am very very proud that uh in this particular cast two graduate uh, alumni performing arts students are uh, working in this show, um, Donald Antoine is playing one of the stepsisters, and he's a PA mm-hmm. grad. And also our choreographer, Jose Gonzalez, is a, was a dance major and also a theater student, and he's a PA grad. So uh, it's really nice <laughs> to see my students continuing in theater, in professional theater, um, mm-hmm. for their life, you know. Theater, mm-hmm. art saves lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, wow. And you also do dramatic storytelling um, at a private school in uh, in the Bay Area for young people. And, uh, wow, and um, you are performing with your granddaughter. Who's your granddaughter? Yes, my granddaughter is Jazz Hardrick. And uh, she, this is her fourth <laughs> time in this particular show. Uh, she's mm-hmm. kind of been raised as a theater baby, um, having to wait with Granny after school. And it just kind of took, and she, she's very good, and she's very excited. This year she's playing the page. Uh, last mm-hmm. year she was a granddaughter. The year before that, the granddaughter. And the year before that, she played young Cinderella. So she loves theater, singing and dancing and acting. So I think she's found her niche. Mm-hmm. Wow, and tell us her name again. Her name is Jazz, J-A-Z-Z, like music, Jazz Hardrick. Oh, wow, wow. Oh, that's so cool. And and fool me, Lola, you are a singer, actress, and a CPA. <laughs> a certified Hi. public accountant yeah. from Nigeria yeah. by way of Jamaica and Arkansas. Like, what a wonderful, yeah. circuitous African diaspora journey, right? Nigeria by way of Jamaica and Arkansas. Arkansas, like, whoa, that's so cool. You know, it's, and now you're here in funny. the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, Francisco yes, Bay Area. I am. Yeah, yeah my, uh, wow. my friends in college say that I hit the trifecta of blackness. So the, the African, <laughs> the Caribbean, and the, South, yeah, and the Southern American, so yes. <laughs> Mhm. Wow. And you are Cinderella. Oh my gosh. And I'm just yes. really excited to hear what you how you what you're bringing to this particular role and this character as, you know, this woman, you know, who you are and and then this young woman, you know, who, you know, who has so much possibility. And uh, this is your second play with the company. You were last seen as mm-hmm. Woman Plus in the company's production mm-hmm. of Macbeth. You know, that's a woman who who loved a little bit too much. And and too wrong, right? Like Macbeth, she was just so in love and so ambitious for her husband. Um, and just last season, right? So you're like on a roll with African American Shakespeare Company, like you know, a woman <laughs> and you. now the woman. <laughs> yeah, and, um, yeah, I'm so very lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so and, I think, and you've also mm-hmm. been in a couple of short films, and maybe you could tell us the mm-hmm. names of them. What films have you been in? Oh, they're like they're shorts that are on YouTube that I did with um, a local like filmmaking um, group in the Bay Area called mm-hmm. MMTV Making Movies the Bay Area. 
and mm-hmm. it's they're like challenges that we we get together just a, a group of random people we come up with um a storyline to film and then we we film it so the latest one that i've been in was you can it's on youtube it's um it's called the files of san francisco and it's kind of like a spoof of a detective show that is taking place in san francisco so just little fun things here and there Mm. Okay, so we so we can look it up by um, the files of San Francisco or by um, the acronym for the company. How how can we find it? Oh, that's a good question. If you look up the acronym for the company, you'll find a ton of stuff. So mine might get buried in there. So the files of San Francisco is probably the easiest way to find it. Okay. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! How super. And. Um, <laughs> And then um, through the bulk of your education, though the bulk of your education has been in accounting, um, which is really wonderful. You know, you are an artist that also knows how to do the books. Um, you have some <laughs> formal training in the air from the University of Arkansas at Fayetteville, and your heart yes. has never left the stage. Um, yes. uh, you love your day job as a consultant at a financial services firm in San Francisco. And uh, but you are definitely making acting a big part of your life because you know, like you don't even take a breather. You know, you roll from yeah. one role into another. So tell us about your Cinderella and you know what you bring into this 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 young woman um, who is not you know sort of getting her just due considering you know her dad was you know the one who um, uh, you know who brought so much to this family. Um, before he passed, and and now she's mm-hmm. you know cleaning cleaning um fireplaces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can't say that I relate to being able to, be, to cleaning fireplaces, but um, I do feel like I I can relate a lot to the Cinderella character. I mean, it's a little bit intimidating because mm-hmm. Cinderella is a story that everyone is familiar with everyone knows the story of Cinderella and the company has been putting on these productions you know for a while so it's like all right how how is my Cinderella different um so I think what I bring to the role is the perspective of well I, I'm blessed to still have both my parents, but I understand what it feels like to go through a huge life change where you are comfortable and happy and everything was going well to a completely new atmosphere where people aren't exactly the way they, people around you aren't exactly the way that you're used to them being, you know, all your life. So that's essentially what my experience was when I moved from from Jamaica to the U.S. You know, every I, I grew up in Jamaica, it was home, and then I moved to the U.S. and it was just like this strange place where people were so different, and having to learn not to be to be to be angry at the differences or at people not understanding me and me not understanding them, and learning to take hits, but you know, still still kind of being open and and learning to be loving and. Unfortunately for Cinderella, she doesn't win them over, but <laughs> eventually learning to win win over the, the new people around me. I, I feel like knowing that, having that experience has really enabled me to kind of understand some of Cinderella's pain and disappointment in not having the people around her be as loving as she grew up with. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ah, wow, nice, yeah. And... um Ms. Hunter, um, you know, tell us about, you know, sort of um, 
uh, I mean, this is not your first time um, with the production. So what is it about this particular story and the way that um, it's envisioned um, by by African-American Shakespeare and, you know, directed quite often by, uh, you know, um, founder, uh, co-founder, um, you know, Sherry Young. You know, tell us Sherry sort of, Young. you know, yeah, about about this this um this this iteration, this particular show, because it's you don't you won't find it anywhere in in the country. Um, That's true. The world, but I mean, this is so different the way that this it's so this particular show. It's such a, mm-hmm. Yes, it's a wonderful concept that Sherry uh, created um, many years ago, the the Black Cinderella. Um, but it's a story that you know meets all ethnic types, but. The fact that she, you know, is focusing on this beautiful young black girl whose parents are gone, and um, the the message in the story is about how we need to be grateful that we have someone in our life to love us, and how love transcends all. That's the message that her father left with her that continue to smile and continue to be loving and kind. Um, It'll get you through the worst of the worst. And I tell you, the stepmother and the stepsisters are horrible. They're hilarious in this production. Um, <laughs> really, they're going to enjoy it. It's really, it's really a treat. Um, but the grandmother is narrating the story, and she's pe- trying to teach her granddaughters how to appreciate each other and to love each other because some people don't have anyone to love, and some people don't have anyone to love them back and um, the importance of holding on to each other. And she tells the story uh, of what happened with Cinderella, but there's a little kind of a secret that I can't really tell that the audience no, can't find tell out at the very, <laughs> I can't tell, at the very last scene of the, of the play um, where it kind of all comes together, why she's telling this story and sharing the story with, with uh, her babies that she loves, but the message going out to the children in the audience that it's important for us to love each other and to be kind to each other, that it will keep us, um, keep us away from, you know, from all of the, you know, falling prey to the evilness that is out there. Sherry has done a wonderful job with this, with this production. And each year it just gets better and better. The music is wonderful. And uh, the cast works very well together. Um, I know that the audience is going to absolutely love the show. The children do. When they come, they dress up as princesses, and the little boys dress up like princesses. And and, uh, the parents really seem to enjoy it as well. But it's very positive. It's for all age groups, and I think everybody will love it. Um, it's 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 funny. It's heartwarming. The beautiful duet between uh, Fumi's uh, Cinderella and the Prince, where they sing this song that just melts your heart. Um, but it's a lot of fun music throughout the show, and um, it's it, it's a good story. I think everyone will enjoy it. I really encourage everybody to come out and see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's um it's also funny, and uh, and and you're right. There are these beautiful musical numbers. Could you tell us a little bit about? You know some of your some of your favorite scenes, uh, whether you're in them or not. Um, uh, sort of maybe areas in in the work, um, uh, Fumi in particular. You know that, you know sort of, uh, you know sort of stretched you as as an artist. Um, and and once you know you have 
you, you know, after Cinderella has is over, you know, you carry into your next iteration, you know, as as a as an actress, you know, as a performing artist, mm-hmm. you know, Cinderella mm-hmm. has changed you in a certain way. I'm sure the way that, you know, the women in in Macbeth, you know, you can't necessarily, you know, I guess put on these characters and not be affected in in certain ways. So just wonder if you could talk a little bit about, mm-hmm. you know, some of the scenes and some of the songs and uh, so obviously you sing, and and there's some beautiful choreography and and dance in the work. It's just all around. It's just a such an immersive experience, right? Yeah, yeah. it really, really, truly is. And this is my first time being in a musical, and this is my first time oh. singing in front of oh. people like this. So I put that I'm a singer, but before I used to put that I'm a karaoke singer. But I was like, no, this time <laughs> I'm just going to take the karaoke out and just own it. And now I'm just like, oh, God, people think that I'm a real singer. What am I going to do? Um, it's, uh, the, in, the whole experience has stretched me 100% from start to finish. I don't think there's anything about this experience that is that hasn't stretched me in one way or another. Um, mm. But some of my favorite scenes, to be honest, is the one is one that I'm not in. It's actually the ballroom scene where mm. the stepsisters are trying to win over the prince, and it is just so funny and hilarious. And the two hilarious. stepsisters, it's so funny. They bring such life to the characters that you know you're supposed to hate them, but you kind of love them. So, so um, and the movements is the choreography is beautiful. The movements are you know very specific. The stage direction tells such a lovely story um, that it's just it's one of my favorite scenes. It almost makes me wish I was a stepsister, <laughs> but I'm happy to be Cinderella. I'm happy to be Cinderella. Um, <laughs> Fumi, I've got to admit that the scene between you and the prince at the ball. That song is so touching. It's so mm-hmm. lovely. I've been singing it in my head through the night. I just, I can't oh. let it go. And I think Me our too, audience, when they leave, <laughs> people are going to be singing the songs as they leave, you know, certain Aww. certain numbers. Them. Yeah, it's so sweet, and it's so um, endearing, the way you are shy, and he's shy, and but you all want to love each other, and the song mm. is so beautiful. It just it touches my heart, <laughs> and oh, you're doing yay. such a wonderful job. Thank you so much, Jan. From a veteran like yourself, that is really helpful to hear. <laughs> it's really helpful to hear. Oh wow! Well. So tell me about tell me about Prince Charming and some of the other members of the cast. Oh, the Prince Devin. He's Devin. so great. Yeah. He um, he, he has also this wonderful energy. Videos, right? Yes, Devin is a vet. Uh, Devin actually played one of the stepsisters a couple of years ago, and he was hilarious mm. <laughs> in that. It's really um, good for me. I'm seeing him, this diversity, how, how he's changed from from being this uh, the stepsister to being the prince with with his um, being the masculine, handsome, but I want to be independent, don't tell me what to do kind of prince. Uh, standing up for himself and 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 demanding that he find someone that he can love and that will love him back and that doesn't just want him because he's a prince. 
Uh, Devin's bringing a lot of energy to this this particular role. I'm very pleased to be working with him again. And, and the the stepmother, Allison, she's she's so evil. <laughs> she's such a witch. I think the kids are gonna like her. <laughs> uh, and the children are all so precious. They really are doing a great job. And I hope that the children in the audience, when they see the production, they can say to themselves, hey, I can do that. Maybe that could be me. Maybe they're encouraged to want to go out and audition for a show themselves, being able to yeah. see themselves, you know, and uh, yeah. on stage, you know, creating hope and desire. You know, you say that, Jan, and it just reminds me of one of the reasons I was so excited to get this role um, is being able to see myself on stage. Um, you know, growing up, I'm sure everyone's familiar with Brandy's take on Cinderella and Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella on Disney. And I just, mm-hmm. it was the first time I'd ever seen a black princess, you know? And yeah. I remember being eight years old and wanting to be a princess, you know, when I'm watching these like parades and Macy's Thanksgiving and all of that. And then coming to the realization that, oh, wait, no, that's not me. That can't be me. There's, n- there's none that look like me. And now we're mm-hmm. in this day and age where all of the major, like, pageant titles are, like, the crowns are on the heads of black women. And I just, I, so it's yes. so great and exciting to be part of this, 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 this move in media where we're now starting to see, uh, like, the diversity and who can be called a princess, you know, who, who is worthy of, of the title. And I'm so excited to be part of some young some young man's journey of being able to recognize themselves in the media that they're partaking in. It's such a powerful and humbling like, thing to, to, to think about. Awake the audience and in the lobby that are dressed like princesses, when they come up to you afterwards, and they're so excited and, and, and they, they have on tiaras and they're, you know, being princesses. They can see themselves. I can be a princess too. It's so I wonderful. I might cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very, very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So um I know I know you're gonna have to um uh step out um in, in a minute. Um um, Jan, so do you have any um, do you have any closing um, thoughts about about the um, the production? Um, and uh, you know, it's definitely for everyone, for the whole family. It's a really great outing for multi generation. Like take the grandma, granddad, you know, aunties, you know, cousins. Everybody just like just get all dressed up and just make a make a family day of it. You know, to go out and. It just really sort of just warms your heart and makes you want to like it sort of can set set an energy for for the coming year and for the season. Exactly, and it's a great way to start the holiday season. It's a wonderful activity to do. You know, go out and see a lovely production, people that that look like you. Um, but it's actually for everybody. But you know, go out and grab a bite. It's a lovely afternoon, and I'm so pleased that they selected two matinees because, you know, it can be cold in San Francisco at night. Um, and a li- but it'll be really, really a fun day. And I, I warmly welcome everyone to come out and see Cinderella. This production of Cinderella, you will. 
Oh, you're breaking up. Get up oh, did joyful you lose when it? you leave. Mm-hmm. Hello? Right. Yeah. Yeah, we heard you okay. that last part. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Wanda, for taking the time to, you know, to interview us and, and uh, help promote the show. We appreciate you so much. Oh, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. Yeah, really looking forward to seeing um, seeing this new um, production. It's always it's always a production that's fresh. It's almost as if you haven't seen it because there's always something yeah. new. <laughs> yeah. Every time we yeah. see Cinderella, and and it's so wonderful, you know, um, you know, Fumi, you know, to see you as as you know the star, you know, Cinderella, and 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 the story that you know that you're going to be telling, you know. Girls, but not just girls, but it, but it is a story mm-hmm. that really um, sort of lifts up, um, you know, these these girls who, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. don't feel like they have a voice that anyone's listening. Can you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that, maybe in our in our closing minutes? Wow. About how you yeah. know how Cinderella gives voice, um, how she finds her voice. Yeah. So it's funny because growing up, Cinderella was never really one of my favorite favorite princesses um but you know as i've gotten older and you know revisited the story like at different points as an adult and even now i realize wow she's actually a very powerful princess because her superpower is her ability to be kind um in the face of mm. just unkindness and we need so much of that these days we really need that in our world right now and for, for little girls, little boys, and adults to see that, you know what, even when the world gives you ugliness, you don't have to give it back. You can give back goodness. And you can, and you can, and just because you're giving back goodness doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're small. It doesn't mean that you're, you're insignificant. It actually makes you larger than life in a lot of ways. And finding and being confident in saying no, I this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to be, I, I am not going to be just like what I'm seeing out there. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be me, and that is okay. That I think that's a powerful message for anyone um, to listen to and to and to and to like take take to heart. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you said that. Um... <laughs> That um, now you're you know you sing out you sing you sing in public. I was wondering, do you feel like maybe singing a couple of bars of of one of the songs that you're gonna sing? Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Wanda! At, at the uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nine o'clock in the morning. I'm not warmed up. Yeah, I know it's kind of early. I know, I know. Just thought I'd ask. <laughs> but, but, of course, of course. Um, I guess what 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 should I what should I sing? Oh, whatever, whatever comes to mind. Um, whatever comes to mind. Wow, uh, twinkle, twinkle, little star. I know that's very random. Oh, no, I meant okay. from, I meant from, from your, um, you know, from the, from the, uh, from Cinderella. From Cinderella. Oh, that would make a lot more sense. I was like, you want me to just sing any random song? Okay. Um, let's see, let's see. So, okay. So there's a there's Cinderella solo song when when she's when the stepmother and the, the stepfamily has been particularly wicked to her 
and she's she's down in the dumps and she's just so so sad she doesn't stay that way for very long for too long but she acknowledges the sad feelings that she's having and she kind of, she 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 voices them that this is this is what she's feeling so um i'm just going to forgive me for sounding a little croaky but i'll just go ahead and give it a go thank you look, look at me just a silly girl in a messed up life almost pretty girl But in my dreams, I'm a beautiful princess living happily with my prince charming. And even if it's make-believe, I can be happy. Okay, that's all you get. Otherwise, I think Sherry will kill me. Oh, that was so great. Thank you, Funmi. Um, I'm sure Gary couldn't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's probably too hard to see now. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to seeing your Cinderella and this iteration thank of you. the classic as only African-American Shakespeare can bring um, yeah. to you know, uh, to the Bay Area community. And, um, and again, uh, Cinderella is uh, – Opening next weekend, it has a really, really sweet, uh, intimate run. Um, Friday, December 20th is opening night, and then Saturday, uh, the 21st, there are, are two shows, right? And there's actually a T and mm-hmm. one. And and yes. then uh, on the 22nd, um, I guess that's, um, is that a matinee as well? The 22nd, yes, it's at 1 p.m. Right, yeah, and, and everything takes place at the beautiful um, – Herb's Theater is just so plush. Mm, gorgeous. <laughs> really plush. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Come mm-hmm, catch us yeah. and, you know, wear your dresses and tiaras. Right, certainly, certainly. And um, and do you happen to have um, um, uh, at handy um, how people can get tickets? I know they can go to African-AmericanShakes.org mm-hmm. to get tickets. Um, any phone numbers or anything um, that you know of? No phone number specifically that I know of, but it's um, okay. the tickets are being sold on on City Box Office. Okay. All so right. If you if you Google cool. City Box Office Cinderella, I'm sure that you'll be able to easily access the tickets. But yes, like you said, they're on the links are on African American Shakespeare um, website. They're on the social media pages on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so. If it, and, and Google is your Google is your friend Cinderella San Francisco and it'll take you there. Okay, yeah, and I just found um, uh, you can make your reservation request to box office at African Hyphen American Shakes dot org, um, and uh, the office number is four one five seven six two two zero seven one extension six Monday through Friday between ten and four. Um, and the office administrators can can help you. You can get a live person there. Sometimes you even get the uh, the founding uh, artist, uh, the executive director, Sherry. It's like, oh, that'd be a heck of a treat. Yeah, <laughs> that would be. Yeah, yeah, and also cityboxoffice.com slash Cinderella as well. Okay, super, super. Yeah, because it does sell out. So you want to get your tickets and take everybody, yes. all your family, yes. your friends, and your neighbors. Yes. Just group up some folks. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> 
Yeah, you won't be disappointed. Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) Have a good rest of the day. (laughs) You too. Bye. Bye. Peace and blessings. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I just lost my guest. Oh, heck. I hope he calls me back. <laughs> All righty. So, um, wow, we are so excited. We're going to have um, in the studio um, uh, three gener- no, three generations, two generations of um, of artists. Uh, we're going to have um, Josh, Josh uh, Picasso Whitaker, who is the... Uh, Director of Spirit House Gallery in Oakland, and his dad, Geronimo Whitaker, um, who has a show up presently at uh, Spirit House, and they're having a closing reception on Sunday the 15th, and so I definitely wanted to let everybody know about that so you don't miss it. The opening was um, was November 10th, um, and... Um, Geronimo is actually a veteran, and this particular work, uh, Trauma Cycle, um, the art of Geronimo uh, Whitaker is um, is really really powerful, and and Justice Whitaker is uh, um, uh, Geronimo's son and uh, Josh's brother, and he's a filmmaker and he's actually uh, made some film around around his dad's work and um, and the whole idea of art as uh, a healing bomb, you know, to help people work through some of the difficult aspects of of their life and their experience or that of their ancestors even. And so um so anyway, um we while we wait to get uh, our folks into the studio, let me see if I can play something. And uh yeah, and uh let me see what am I going to play? <laughs> uh maybe a little folks feeling like a little Alice Coltrane. Let me find her. I just saw Alice Coltrane. Alice Coltrane um we're not going to be a play at all, but we will play a little bit <laughs> of her journey into uh, uh, Sachinanda. Sachinanda. Um, yeah. So here we go.
Ah, that was Alice Coltrane, Journey into Sashananda. Yeah, wow. Isn't that just like, oh, my God, so, like, oh, I just want to just take a breath and just say, mm, 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 you know, mm. <laughs> well, our guests are not in the studio. And I don't know, like, oh, my gosh. Um. I'm I'm so I was really really looking forward to uh to speaking to um uh to Geronimo. I just like saying that name Geronimo. It's just sort of when I think about Geronimo, I think about all that history connected to that name. Um but I want to give you the details about the reception. Um again, it is um Sunday, December 15th at 4 p.m. um the uh uh, the Meet the Artists and the question and answer about the show and any particular pieces or stories connected to it. Um, it's from 4 to 5, and then from 5 to 7 is a reception reception and open jam session. You can bring your instruments, and there's going to be hot apple cider as well as uh, snacks and refreshments available. And um, I'm looking for the address for Spirit House Gallery. It's on Adeline Street in Oakland. And, uh, wow, my guests are not with me. I'm so disappointed. We were going to have such a great talk. i got all these great bios and everything. Um, Spirit House uh, is spelled H. House is H-A-U-S. Um, and uh, let me find the address for you. I know I have it. Um, besides Adeline Street, that's not going to help you any. <laughs> it's not far from Grand and Adeline but it's not quite on that corner. But, um, wow, I guess we might have a 2217 Adeline at West Grand. Well, um, hmm, I don't know what to do. Um, so maybe uh, maybe we'll play a little bit of a Demu by June because he was actually going to have the um, – the Urban Orisha Festival there at Spirit House, um, but had to postpone it. This was this past weekend uh, when Marvin X and Dr. Cornell West got together at Jeffrey's and had this phenomenal conversation about love and activism and and what we need to do as a people to make sure that we um, uh, that we 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 um, not only um, maintain a presence um in the bay area communities particularly we're speaking about oakland and the uh um historic uh, black arts movement um historic black arts movement um district in in oakland which includes downtown oakland but also um you know um you know sort of sort of um claim our power um because you know we are definitely not victims we are we are most powerful and all powerful, and we need to realize that. So I'm going to play "Blessed" because I really it's one of my one of my favorite songs. It's just it's just so beautiful. Just like claim it, blessed. And and then I'm going to see if I can get a hold of our guest. If not, then um then I might look in the get. Oh gosh, I don't have a whole lot more time to play something else. So we might just sort of rock it out until our next guest joins us in the studio. So we shall see. I think Yvonne is going to be joining us, but I, um, let me actually look. Um, we're going to have um, our sister from uh, the, the Liberian Hansberry 
production of A Soul for Christmas, which is, oh, man, feel good, totally feel good um, um, production. And uh, I think it starts this weekend. Yeah, Yvonne Cobbs, she is so phenomenal as a um, musical director of gospel, soulful, soulful gospel, soulful Christmas. I'm changing the name. <laughs> and then also I want to make sure folks, you know, realize that today and tomorrow um, are the closing dates for performing diaspora at um, counter Counterpulse in San Francisco. Um, Counterpulse is at 80 Turk Street in San Francisco, real close to the um, uh, Powell Street BART. And and hopefully folks were able to get to the um, We Must Do More tour of the um, uh, the People, More Poor People's Campaign um, stop this past week on Wednesday. I hope you were able to make it. Um, saw some really great signage and uh, it's really, really, really wonderful the way that folks that are not heard are are getting are are getting uh are, are finding or are being able to lift it up and given given stage and given space and giving presence. Um uh, folks that have 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 um these these platforms are 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 gifting um, or or yielding not gifting yielding their space to others who would not necessarily be able to tell their stories if that weren't happening. So that's really great. That's what you call like um, that's that's true true support and and um, yeah that's true support. You know to be able to share one's um, one's one's uh, one's access with someone that doesn't have the same kind of access. So here's Blessed. And I'm just going to play some more music until um, Picasso joins us with his father or my next guest, Yvonne, joins us in the studio. I'm so motivated to make it. It's all blessed. All blessed. All blessed. If you know me, then you know it's all blessed. My cup runneth over. You can have the rest. It's over. I was born a winner. I was in the spot with the two railroads cross. I was calling up the names. I was pouring out the fresh water. Only two, two. And I was blessed with two beautiful daughters, a stepson, a beautiful wife, a life. I thought could never come true. I want the best for mine. I guess I'm just like you. I'm so motivated to make it. It's all blessed.
hardest thing was overcoming self-doubt and self-hate. You know, it's like we've been programmed to hate ourselves and, and hate where we came from and, and hate what we were about. And once you can get to a place where you stop hating yourself and you realize the blessings are now, but, you know, it, it, it took some time. You know, it took some time. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
that was I'm Kayla, um, singing Bill Withers' Lovely Day Off Her Being in Love CD, which is like one of the older ones. And um, I've got a couple of people in the studio, and I'm not sure which one is Yvonne, but let me see. Good morning. Welcome to Wanda's Ticks. Is this Miss Cops? Hello? Nope. <laughs> Let's try this other number. Good morning and welcome to Wanda Six. Is this Miss Cox? Yes, it is. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Great to have you with us this morning to talk about Lorraine Hansberry Theater's Soulful Christmas. Yes. Thank you for having us and having me. <laughs> I don't know. The other people will be entering the line, but I don't know. Exactly. Who? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Cause um, I I saw um, you know, somebody and but they didn't say anything. <laughs> Cause I noticed um, there are a whole lot of people that are part of this wonderful, wonderful ensemble. Let me see. Yes. Hello. 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 Hi. Are you um a part of Soulful? Uh, Soulful Christmas at uh, Lorraine Hansberry Theater? Yes, ma'am. I'm Bertland. Okay. 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 And this might be another one of your cast members. Let me see who this is. Good morning. Welcome to Wanda's Ticks. Are you um, one of the members of the, the Soulful Christmas cast? Hello. You're not saying anything. <laughs> well, I'm here, and Bertland's here. Okay, all right. So I'm going to mute that other one. Yeah, I, I didn't know that we were going to have other folks, um, so that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, so I'm going to read your bio first, uh, Ms. Cobbs. You're the musical director, and you sing yeah. it out. And, and you've joined us before. We, we kind of do this um, every year we can because <laughs> it's such a wonderful production. It's just uh-huh. like... Oh man, your your spirit just sort of like dances out of the theater and into the next year, right? Right. That might be your intention. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And and you're returning for your sixth sixth year as musical director for Soul for Christmas. You are a songwriter, director, recording artist and actress who has graced the stage with some of the most influential artists in the world. You're a member of Harmony Missionary Baptist Church in Oakland, California, under the leadership of Pastor A.L. Perkins and the Northern California chapter of the Gospel Music Workshop of America. Where Where is this church, Harmony Missionary Baptist Church? It's in Oakland. It's um, 4113 Telegraph Avenue in Oakland, California. Okay, 4113 Telegraph. So is that, is that North Oakland yet or not? It's, it's North Oakland. Or is that more downtown? Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. actually before you get to Berkeley. So oh, we're okay. we're not too we're not too far from downtown. Not we're like in the middle of downtown in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And in addition to singing, directing, and songwriting, uh, you're a nurse practitioner, and you'll be mm-hmm. completing your Doctor of Nursing practice degree from Abilene Christian University in 2020. Like 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 next yes. month. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> Yeah. Congratulations. Wow, you're a busy Thank you. woman. Busy woman. Yeah. yeah, and you performed 
Yeah, you performed in many live stage musicals and plays, including Lorraine Hansberry Theater's Black Nativity um, uh, from 2001 to 2009, and then Mahalia, a gospel musical in 2010, and then a stage reading of the Amen Corner, directed by Stephen Anthony Jones at Lorraine Hansberry Theater in 2012. Um, was that when um, that was the one play, one day, one theater? Was that that, that year? Yes, yes. Okay, that's those are really wonderful. And in 2018, you began a new journey honoring and portraying Miss Ella Fitzgerald in the Velvet Voice Society Great American Songbook tri- book tributes. Oh, yes. how nice! So when are you going to do that one again? I didn't see that. Um, it's actually it's in different countries, and it's mm-hmm. um, in different states, and it hasn't come to California yet. Okay. So when it comes to California, I'll give you a call. <laughs> oh, super, super awesome. And Mr. Bertland Watson, tenor, <laughs> we got the spectrum here vocally, is a member of Pilgrim Baptist Church since 1993, where his pastor is Dr. Larry Wayne Ellis. And where is where's Pilgrim Baptist Church located? We're actually in the process of moving at this point. We're in uh, oh. Hayward at this moment. Oh, and you're moving. Okay, moving somewhere else in Hayward or somewhere else in, in yes. Alameda County? Yes, we're, uh, we're, we're actually um, building a project in uh, Hayward. Mm. Nice, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there a website for the church so people can know where you end up um, when you once you move, just in case they want to follow you? Yeah, it's location? Pilgrim Baptist Church, yeah. Okay, cool. And you joined the men's chorus in 1994 and also sang with the Mass Choir and the Young Adult Choir. Shortly after, you joined a men's gospel group, the Armor Bearers, and sang with them for almost three years. You now sing in the Pilgrim Baptist Men's Mass and Young Adult Choirs under the direction of Dr. Stephen Roberts. Well, welcome to both of you. Um, yeah, so Ms. Cobb and... and uh, um, Mr. Watson, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about about this wonderful um, program that you know people really have come to um, uh, appreciate and really love uh, as a part of the season offerings um, during this time. I mean, because you know it only happens here. You know, the gospel. <laughs> you know, Christmas at Lorraine Hansberry Theater. So if folks are in other places in the country. They can only like say, "Oh man, I wish I was here." But you know, hey, you know, tickets fly. You can fly in. <laughs> you can fly in. People do fly in. Some, um, I remember we had a, a audience from Japan. We had an audience mm-hmm. from Africa, and I think we had an audience from Australia. So people do fly in for productions. Wow. Yes. Wow. And and they like they love hearing uh, music. What I've been told by uh, one of our Japanese um, patrons is that she couldn't speak English very well, but she felt it in her soul. Mm-hmm. And that was um, interpreted to us. And I was just like, great, you know, thank you for coming. And she was like, and she just kept pointing to her heart. And then she was like, it's, I can feel it in my soul. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, we've done our job. Right. Yes. Yeah. So to answer and, your and question, I, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, you go ahead to answer my question. Go ahead. So to answer <laughs> your question, Soulful Christmas, um, it's a new production this year. 
Every year mm-hmm. is a little different. Uh, we have a new director, Shanjay West, mm-hmm. and um, he's put his touch on it. I put my music touch on it, and if you come out and see it, you'll see a different show, and I believe you will be um, pleased, and it still has the same energy, and all of the voices are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think um, we might have a couple of other people joining us. Let's see who they might be, um, but I wanted to give you an opportunity um uh, Bertram, to to talk about the production and what brings you back. Well, you know, I, this is my third year. My first year, mm-hmm. I was just kind of in awe in the singers that we had. And my second year, it was just so touching that everybody else was feeling it. I'm talking about the, the audience. They were feeling the hearts of the singers that were singing because they weren't just singing from words. They were singing from their souls. So it was so we were so high after that. It was like we have to do something else, you know, and and we didn't get to do anything else. But it was just so touching. But what I really wanted to touch on is I've been an athlete most of my life, and right now there's a football player that's really hot in football. His name is Lamar Jackson, and mm-hmm. they say that he's the MVP. Well, we have an MVP, and that is Sister Cobbs. You know, I would like to, you know, lift her up. I mean, she brings all of these play- singers into play, and they they come together and make this music that comes from the heart that people just enjoy. And I've had people come to me and say, "Hey, you know, when is it? When is Soulful Christmas? When is Soulful? I'm like, "Well, it's coming." And I do know some people that are flying in from uh, Hong Kong, if I'm not mistaken, that are coming to see the play. And I thought, wow, you know, but that's the real MVP, you know, the person that mm-hmm. comes and puts all this stuff together. And we spoke before how she, it's kind of like she goes to each church and she finds the biggest character and says, <laughs> I want you. <laughs> so this production is a bunch of characters that come together and make this beautiful music. And mm-hmm. my pastor is coming to one of these productions, and he I don't think he's ever gone. And I think from the songs that we've been singing in rehearsal, we mm-hmm. might have to open the doors of the church <laughs> after mm-hmm. the end. Because I'm a mm-hmm. deacon and we have a couple ministers, but some of this stuff up here is is, is life-changing, Jesus clapping, and soul refreshing. You know, and I, th- and I think we might have to open up the door to the church. I'm telling my pastor we might be able to get a couple members out of this uh, out of this production. <laughs> Oh wow, that's really cool. Well, let's see. Let's see if there's some other members of the cast on the air presently. Good morning. Welcome to Wanda's Picks. Are you a part of the uh, Soul for Christmas ensemble? Hmm. Okay, no on that one. Let's see. That's what this person. Yes. Wait, somebody said. Hi. Oh, are you a member of the Soul for Christmas cast? Yes, I am. Oh, tell us who you are. <laughs> Hi, this is Rhonda Jones. Rhonda Jones, nice, cool. All right, Miss <laughs> Jones. Um, while I look for your bio, um, we're talking about sort of, uh, I don't know. Um, oh, there you are. Uh, you're a native of San Francisco. Um, 
uh, in a Christian home and introduced to, I guess you were raised in a Christian home, and you were introduced to music at an early age, singing most of your life. And you're currently the Minister of Music at, uh, is, it, is it Pineal? Is that how yeah. you pronounce it? Uh, Baptist yeah. Church in El Sobrante. Uh You have a BA a degree in communications, and you work as a certified funeral arranger, director, and counselor. Um, Ms. Jones is the proud mother of Carlton, a vocalist as well, and um, this is your third year, so so you know, um, you know, Mr. Bertram, and, and yeah, you also yeah. know um, Ms. Cobbs. Cool. So, oh, yeah. what brings you back? What what um, you know, sort of. I mean, I know every year is a little different, but um, yeah, what what yeah. brings you back uh, this year? Well, what brings me back, um, I think my main thing is the camaraderie with the cast. We have so mm. much <laughs> fun, so much laughter, um, friendships, uh, sister brotherhood, and, you know, it's really displayed when we actually perform at the show, um, our camaraderie, even if we hiccup, we know we hiccup and we'll laugh it off, but the energy <laughs> is displayed within us to the audience and they get with us. You know, and so that's what really brings me back, and I'm just really honored to even just be a part and ask to be a part of the show. I've been knowing Yvonne Cobbs, like, forever, (laughs) you know, and Mm -hmm. just for her to ask me to just be a part um, year after year is just um, honorable, and I really thank her for that because I have a good time. It's so much fun. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell us what you're singing this year. And I know you have, you, you're, you know, you're. It's, 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 it's almost like it's, it's, it's also theater. Um, you know, you're telling mm-hmm. stories. You know, there, there are these dancers uh, or a dancer, and, and it's just, and you have a live, live uh, band. <laughs> it's just like. Yeah. Wow, yes. and and you know, and the intimacy of the Burial Clay Theater, you know, that's a part of the African American Art and Culture Complex at seven six two Fulton Street in San Francisco. Um, uh, it's just like wow. I mean, it's just you you almost have to pinch yourself and say like, am I really like in this room experiencing this intimate, wonderful production? Like wow, yeah. And so I just wonder if you could talk a little bit. Um, you know, I miss cops first, but all of you about this particular um, ensemble, and and you know, I think you have a new director, and and you know, I mean, I know you don't want to give away too many secrets, but it's the kind of I mean, but yeah, tell us some about this new one, and like, do you have any new songs, or are do you have a some songs that are being um, that have been arranged differently? Um, and I know you're telling these different stories, um, yeah, so. Give us, create some atmosphere for us. Okay, so <laughs> creating the atmosphere, we start off with um, sacred music, and it's just not, it's not um, solemn. We're, we start off hard and fast, and so it's, it's a lot of action in the beginning. We go to our Christmas songs, our traditional Christmas songs like... Um, Merry Christmas, baby. Santa, baby, please come home this Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Um, do our Christmas. And then we switch. I'm not giving all the songs. We do Frosty. We switch it, and we go back to some sacred music. 
and we go from the old and we build to newer um, contemporary music at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's an experience. It's not only um, gospel music. It's a um, it's a combination of Christmas music, and you don't know where we're going with it, but. I believe that you enjoy. We also have two dancers, Victoria Roberson, and we have India Little. Victoria's 12 years old now. She's been in a production for a while, and um, I think she started when she was eight or something. But she's 12 now, and she's just as tall as the adults. So <laughs> she's going to be a tall girl. Yeah, and uh, she dances as well as India Little. And our band, mm-hmm. last year we had an all-girls band. This year mm-hmm. um, we have on bass, we have um, Roderick um, Brewster on percussions. We have Danielle West, uh, Wensley, and on uh, our band conductor is Tina Bryant. So mm-hmm. we we do have a live band. We have dancers. We have vocalists. There's solos, there's um, trios, there's um, quartets. Yeah, it's what the gospel music or black music experience, you will re- you will receive it in this um, Soulful Christmas gospel holiday concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Mr. Watson, Bertram, why don't you tell us, you know, sort of um, in some of the memorable moments, um, you know, past and, and what you're looking forward to this this season um, and, you know, the um, and tonight is opening night, um, you know, tonight is the first performance. So, yeah, what what are you looking forward to and, and, and sort of and what what memories, you know, do you do you hold from other other performances of this particular um, work? Well, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, Yvonne usually brings in people and she designs songs or finds songs for those personalities. Oh. Like like Sister Cat, I mean, um, um, Sister Robin. Mm-hmm. And she designs the songs for their personality that brings the heart that's inside of them out. And that's what the crowd really feels. So I mean, and Sanjay has has reconfigured the the stage in a way that we're more intimate with the audience. And mm-hmm. the audience, I mean, they, I mean, I don't know how much more they can take than we gave them last year, but they're gonna get a whole <laughs> bunch of another dose of soulful Christmas. <laughs> they're gonna be up close, personal, and they're gonna be like, "Wow, this song is in my face." <laughs> this song Literally. is in my heart. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. <laughs> yes. So it's 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 so it's not it's not just gospel music. It's music to remind us this season is not just about giving, but it's about filling your heart, feeling how lucky, how blessed you are to be in this predicament. You know, just to be in the world. And I think it really reminds people that there is a holiday and that it's not just let's go shopping. 
you know, let's take a break from shopping. Let's go, let's, you know, let's, let's feed our spirits, you know. And so that's mm-hmm. what I'm really getting out of this new production. And one of my quotes, and someone said this before, when the devil gets the messing, the Lord gets the blessing. <laughs> so this, this thing has been, this rehearsal has been, you know, uh, um, challenging. But it came together last night to a point where, wow, you know, it was like, whoa, this is what we have. So I think tonight, I mean, these people are going to, they're going to be surprised. You know, it's not going to be the old like last year. Last year was mm-hmm. wonderful. This year is going to be even more wonderful. I mean, I'm not trying to hype it up, but I am hyping it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Ms. Rhonda, um, yeah, so what what are you looking forward to? And um, talk about some of your, your, your fond memories of, of previous productions. Well, I'm looking forward to what I really love about it is the ambiance and how the stage is set and it is ready to roll. Um, in my previous experiences, they were all wonderful. Um, I loved every minute of it. And this year, because we have – uh, little moves and dances and little different other little aspects to the show that brings it, uh, steps it up just a little bit more. Because, you know, of course, each year you want to go higher and higher and higher. And this year I think we have that with Sean Jay um, coming in and um, putting his um, his stamp on different things that we already kind of had in place. So I'm just looking forward to just coming in, having a good time, and seeing the audience actually their reaction to us and reaction to the songs and reaction to the music and the reaction to the whole feel of the ambiance from beginning to end and the excitement of not only the audience that 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 will be there, but the excitement of the cast as well, because of course the thing is really true. What comes from the heart reaches the heart, and our hearts are open, and we're ready to to reach anyone that we can in that audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Miss um, Cops, um, you mentioned more than once that um, that you, um, you you put a lot of thought into. Um, into the um uh, what songs are sung um you know on the program and who you know who's singing them because right. you you know all you know all of the uh the members of of the ensemble like really well and uh I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about how you choreographed this particular uh season and um uh, and I was wondering if you were thinking at all if the if the um members of of the production if Lorraine Hansberry Theater was thinking at all about the uh, the 400 years of African American history and the year of return and and those ancestors that came into um, Fort Comfort um, in Hampton, Virginia, um, um, yeah. you know, in 1619, you know, and were you know were seen as as a trade for provisions, <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. and and that and that family, you know, that ended up being um, you know, the first family, the Tucker family, and and sort of looking at this nation, looking at, um, you know, it's 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 a African legacy and the richness of this land because of our presence, our ancestors' presence in, you know, 
sort of in curating and choreographing and thinking about this year's um, Soulful Christmas? Yes. So um, I'm always um, thinking of our past because we can't forget our past. Um, that's our history. And um, our gospel music has been around since. I mean, they they say earlier, the early 17th century, but with hymns and spirituals and but we've been doing that to cope for since slavery, since that boat ride. They, we have been communicating through song, some type of song, uh, whether it was to give a message or whether it was to um, encourage um, each other. I thought of this year... Um, when I when I go to our traditional gospel music, I bring it back to um, old Dr. Watts. And the Dr. Watts, what happens is with that Dr. Watts, they say different phrases and then they kind of drag, they drag on the statement. And I thought of that because my grandparents, my great-grandparents, that's the type of songs that gave them encouragement. Father, I stretch my hand to thee. And they may have said something um, like, um, before this time, another year, you know, and they just drag it and they drag it on. A lot of our young generation, they don't know about those songs. So I try to keep them in so that um, they they're fresh and it reminds us about our past. Then I have another song that I threw in. Um, I'm, I'm always listening to to music in, at different performances. And I saw this performance at the Gospel Music Workshop of America, and it was, they said, um, what's the matter with Jesus? But I changed the words to what you know about Jesus. That song has a washboard. It has tambourines. So I'm bringing you back. It has, um, I remember being in Jamaica and um, being in in Bahamas and how they would celebrate with the handkerchiefs. And and, um, if they didn't have a handkerchief, they had a a tissue and they would just swing it. And so that's another song I brought in in regards to keeping our history alive. Another way, another one is, uh, Getaway Jordan, which is telling us, giving us a message. You know, it, if you want to look at it, it's uh, giving us a a message of it could be used two ways. When in slavery, it could have been used as um, Getaway Jordan, Getaway Oh Chili Jordan, Get Back Jordan. I want to cross over to see my Lord. That those type of songs were messages to go to a sp- specific spot. This is where we're going to meet, or this is where this is where Harriet Tubman is going to come meet us, and we're going to be escaping. So I put those type of songs in just to remind us of our past. And leaking this old building, those type of songs are our older songs. I just make sure that our newer generation hear them. They become fresh. I might put a little spin on them um, so that they can be, 
um, a little upbeat and they, they they would catch their ears. But that's what, um, going back to our history, I always put something in there. Even with Boogie Woogie Santa Claus, that's an old song. That's a very old song. But I put it in there because I want people to know about Mabel Scott. You know, who who sang this? Who sang this Boogie Woogie Santa Claus? Where did that come from? Well, it came from a lady, you know, uh, Mabel Scott, and she sang that song. Who's Mabel Scott? And then that's an opening for history. So those are the type of songs I put in. Now, for the personalities of the of the people, I just match the songs with their personalities. And I kind of watch them. I watch them, yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I hope I answered wow. your question. Yeah. Yeah. So how have you, do you are you like the first musical director? Like do you go back to um, you know Sutter Street? You know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was musical. <laughs> yeah, I was musical director of Black Nativity. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them. Um, yeah. Yes. And um, behind the scenes, Stanley and Quentin, they kind of mm-hmm. well, Stanley, he took me under his arms and taught me everything about. A production of, you know, a production from the beginning to to the end, and I at first I didn't understand why he did that, and I thought he was like picking on me because he was like Yvonne fix it Yvonne, but then now I understand. I understand he had a different vision or he saw something that I didn't see in me, and he um, he nourished it, he made it grow, and now I can. Um, carry on with the Lorraine Hansberry Theater. Mm, wow, are you are you um, are there others um, that are part of the uh, the cast or band that that go back? Um, yes, like you, you. Oh, who name them? Robin Hodge Williams. She was the, uh, I think she did Black Nativity for five or six years. She was the music director. Mm-hmm. I was a writer then, um, and then we have Rita Williams. She has been there for a long time, and I think those are the only two that were there besides myself. Wow! 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 That is so great. What what wonderful history. So, um, I, I wanted to ask you. Um, you you mentioned you mentioned Mabel Scott, and I was wondering if you could you could tell us <laughs> who Mabel Scott is. <laughs> Well, Mabel Scott is an African-American singer, and um, she sang um, Boogie Woogie Santa Claus. You really don't hear about her much. Um, She was, I think she was born in 1915. Um, She was a gospel music and R&B vocalist, and she was from New York and Cleveland, um, and she sang blues as well in 1942. So um, there's a lot of history in regards to Mabel um, Scott. Right. So I want to let our audience know you can get tickets um, at Lorraine Hansberry Theater website, uh, LHTSF. Um, the
Um, and, um, yeah, and you can get tickets. Um, there's a student preview, I guess. Is that tonight, the preview? Yes, a preview tonight, preview yes. um, tomorrow at 3. Uh, opening, okay. Yeah, opening is Saturday at 8 p.m. Opening is Saturday tomorrow evening at Yeah, 8? tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. Uh-oh. Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? Ms. Cobb, I don't hear you anymore. I am I'm here online. Let's see, um, Ms. Jones and uh Mr. Watson, are you still with us? Yes, I'm, I'm still here. here. I can't hear yeah, you can't. either. Oh no. Did I lose all of my guests? I can I can hear you guys. No, can you I'm, hear me? I'm here. Hmm. I can hear you guys yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, there, there you are. There oh. Can you hear us now? Because we can, can hear you. Now. Yeah, we can hear oh. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was getting worried. It's like, oh no, because I see everybody's in the studio. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, um, great. I'm glad you all are back. I can hear you again. Super. Um, so, um, I was wondering, um, <laughs> if, um, if uh, Miss Jones or or Mr. Watson, if you you have anything you'd like to add to the conversation, um, you know, um, that we've talked about or that we haven't about you know the gospel um or the soulful um sorry soulful christmas and just the whole idea of soulful right i mean so that's kind of like it's cold yeah. word for black for african diaspora <laughs> yeah. we're the ones that bring the soul right, right. Yeah. everybody brings soul that is and the soul that, will be brought yeah. tonight yes yeah. <laughs> um i just yeah. want to say that um this this production is full of soul. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. it will bring everyone together um, on one accord. And um, I just want to say, you know, come out, be blessed, tell your friends, your mom and them, grandma and them, uncle and them, everybody, <laughs> come on out and, and see the show and be a part of this wonderful experience. It's an experience, this wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. Just come out and be a part and enjoy and clap your hands, thump your feet, laugh a little bit, you know, get out of your seat, all of that good stuff. We're excited to see everyone to come out and be a part of our show starting this weekend and next weekend. We would love to see your face in the place. Mm. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's it's funny. It's funny that uh, mm-hmm. Sister Cobbs talked about the boogie woogie Santa Claus. Uh, mm-hmm. The first year I did this, I was on the radio, the uh, the interview, and I spoke of mm-hmm. one of my favorite Christmas songs, Frosty the Snowman. Mm-hmm. And so she brought that <laughs> uh-huh. to the show, and I was like, "Wow, okay, we got a little Frosty in here." And mm-hmm. now. I want to say one of these days, one of these times, I want to be the boogie woogie Santa Claus. You know, I want to be the one that they say, you know, and I'm gonna dance and have my Santa suit on, and I'm be boogie woogie Santa Claus. So <laughs> when they sing it, it's just kind of like y'all missing somebody, y'all missing boogie woogie. That's me. Hmm. So, uh, <laughs> but it's just, it's just it's just how much fun it is, you know, when you when you get to hmm. see yourself. In what they're saying, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and I do, I would like to say, say thank you to Yvonne for inviting me, you know, back again, you know, to be part of this because it it doesn't just um touch the crowd, 
but it gets me into the mood. I look forward to this. I schedule my vacation. You know, hey, I told my sisters, hey, you know, I can't do the Thanksgiving with you because I have rehearsal. But, uh, hmm. you know, they understood, so I went a little earlier. So, um, this is, I mean, it's, it's exciting. It, it, really, it really is. Oh, wow, it's a commitment, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, we do have rehearsal before Thanksgiving and after Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Mhm. Wow, nice, nice. I was wondering um, if it might be possible for you all to sing a little something, you know, a little, give our audience a little flavor. And and tonight is opening night, not opening night, excuse me, it's a preview. So every ticket is, like, less expensive. Um uh, for students, I was reading. I think it's ten dollars um, for um, for tickets tonight, um, and uh, and tomorrow um, tomorrow at three tomorrow matinee, uh, which is nearly sold out, but it's not sold out. And uh, so that's pretty cool. And um, the senior preview is twenty, and the adult preview is thirty. So yeah, you can save a little money. Um, yeah. How about we not sing and they come and give just be surprised. <laughs> and be, be surprised. Yeah. I, uh, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's just you have I to totally, hear totally it with agree. everybody. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. And it's not yeah, that we can't yeah. sing. We we can sing. Oh. oh we can a little bit. Well you have. You you have you <laughs> yeah. have in, in years past given us a little taste on the air, but we can we can roll with you know whatever okay you know, you, if we can feel if we can roll with that I, I appreciate it mm-hmm. yeah and next year <laughs> next year yes <laughs> next year yeah so is there is there um I think is there recording I mean can people take you home or something um I don't remember we are, but we are working on that I think I sent mm-hmm. I sent you a recording but I'm not sh- yeah I sent you an MP3 of the show but we're working on a clearer version. And okay. hopefully we'll be able to put something in people's hands or they'll be able to go to um, the Lorraine Hansberry Theater website and purchase. But oh, that would be really that. nice. Yes. Oh, that would be awesome because um, you really, you know, after after experiencing, you know, Soul for Christmas, it, you just want to, like, you carry it home in your heart, right? But you want to carry it home in a more tangible way. Yes. <laughs> so then it can become the score of all of the other um, seasonal um, events that one might be right. participating in, or 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 um, you know developing or not developing, but you know hosting um, oneself. And so it's like, oh. Where did you get that? Oh, you know, so for Christmas. It was just so awesome. Oh, and you know, you can still go because it's, it's next weekend, too. Or, girl, you missed it. But you can plan yes. for it next year. We can all go together. <laughs> as, yes. as, you know, as you share, you know, the the, the soundtrack. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that because, yeah, and then because I remember because um, just like um, – the uh, Black Nativity um, every year, you know, Stanley retold the story in a different way, and it's like, wow, yes. how many different ways can you tell this? Like, well, there's many. Yeah, ways I was one of the writers, so yeah, mm-hmm. I remember sitting mm-hmm. uh, in the room. I was one of the writers, and we would just go around the table, and we were like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> yes. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, congratulations again on. So, which which production is this um, for Lorraine Hansberry Theater of Soul for Christmas? The sixth season. Sixth season. Wow. Nice. Nice. Yeah. This yeah. is year six. Mm-hmm. Year six. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And it's. Yeah, this is a really, you know, really important year, um, you know, for African American history. There's a lot, there's a lot here, and even for California African American history, you know, think about uh, Delilah Beasley, you know, journalist, activist, and she, um, she wrote um, her um, uh, slavery in California. Uh, she wrote an essay in in January 1919. So, you know, that's having a centennial this year. And then her Negro Trailblazers, where she highlighted the achievements of people of African descent in this state, um, was uh, was written and published in, in 1919. And, um, yeah, and we think about some of our other great ancestors. I just wanted to maybe we could, maybe we could go out by, you know, calling some of the names of our ancestors, you know, that we, we share, um, you know, as a part of the uh, of the discourse as people of African descent, and then you know your personal ancestors. Okay, I say. Uh, let's see. Let me start off with. I'll start off with Harriet Tubman. Hmm. Okay. I would say I. I'm from the South. I'm from Georgia, and mm-hmm. uh, we were actually taught Martin Luther King in school. That's part of our mm. history. So I'm I'm going to say Martin Luther King. Mm, I say. I say. Wow. Um, I was going to say that Martin Luther King too because, <laughs> but um, because I love um, the history of women. I love um, Coretta Scott King, who was mm. you know walked with her husband. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I would say Coretta Scott King. And we can say say um, pers- uh, personal as well. I would like to say my father, Pastor A. L. Cobb Sr., who's now gone, but not forgotten. Ashe. My mother, Pam Pam Whitfield, who not only taught me about Jesus but scared me about Jesus. <laughs> With the fear of the Lord in me So it made me come to a point Where I understand that It's not just 